Hello, this is John Lennon of the Beatles, and you're listening to the number one station in College Park, WMUC. He's wired in. Sorry? He's wired in. Is he? Yes. How about now? You're still wired in? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. I don't know what you're going to steal the Declaration of Independence. I don't come from you. Yeah, this is John Lennon of the Beatles. Hey, hey, ho, ho, here we freaking go. Last show before finals officially begin, baby. Ah, here the COVID test, uh, they're now done through the health center instead of that weird portal thing. So you can literally do it the night before, but um, the fact that it's uh, Tuesday and Thursday definitely could... Um, messing people up if they only got a Tuesday, Thursday schedule. So, um, but that's great. That's now at the health center. So, uh, get an appointment now. I, I secured all of mine instantly. Uh, anyway, by the way, I'm your host, Amir K, as always. And uh, let's get in some College Park headlines brought to you by the Diamond Bag. News from the Diamond Bag. Purple Line is back on track. Yesterday, the Maryland negotiated a new construction contract. So, that's good to go again. Uh, the Testudo site is getting a $100 million makeover coming in 2026, and then it'll be available 24-7. That's from uh, Clara Longo de Freitas online. President Pines this week doubling down on the lack of a pass-fail system. Quote, he understands uh, students' concerns, uh, however the decision is final. I don't know. See, last semester I kind of got it because it was, uh, you know, the whole going online was kind of last minute, but this one was uh, planned, so... But I don't know, I think they should have a choice. I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? That's Eric Nugaborn's article. And is Seastone going to close? Guys, I saw the GoFundMe. We're going to get into it in the show today, but... Uh, oh, man. I don't know. Definitely, definitely go check out their GoFundMe. But on with the show. Um, you guys know the rules. Uh, guess the theme of the three songs we're gonna play today, uh, and you will get nothing. Oh, maybe I'll maybe I'll send you a DM. I don't know. Uh, anyway, when we come back, we'll be with Steve Duransky, Josh Choi, and Sammy Garcia from the UMD Improv Group, Erasable Inc.
right, welcome back. Uh, you're listening to WMUC Digital. By the way, I'm your host, Amir K. And we are here with uh, the UMD Improv Group, Erasable Inc. We got Steve Duransky, sophomore architecture major. Uh, we got Josh Choi, the junior comp sci major. Hello. And we got uh, Sammy Garcia, senior, senior business major. Uh, thanks for coming on the show, guys. Really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. It means a lot. Yeah, thanks for having us. Um, so I got to ask, where, where's your, where's your ven venue of choice? Good day. I am Farnsworth, Amir's totally real British producer slash butler. I'll be here at the beginning to just let you know whose, whose voice, voice is whose. Who's. This is Steve's. In a more normal semester, we always do our stuff on the steps of McKeldon facing the library, but this semester we've just turned around. So we're still doing it right in front of McKeldon, but now we're facing out towards the mall. So we have more seating area. Oh, nice. I, that's right. Yeah. I always would. Um, I had a class in uh, Jimenez uh, last semester and uh, I would always pass by you guys. I, I think you guys' shows were at one. Is that correct? Yep. They're from one to two every Friday. I would, I had a class at one. So I would always see the before and then I would come out and like, I would see you guys after. Um, right. And like you guys were always, were, you guys were always yelling. Um, what? Yep. <laughs> what's got you so mad, or what's what? What do you? What's the process there? What's going on? <laughs> this is Sammy. Well, we are definitely passionate and excited, um, and we try to make things entertaining. And sometimes entertaining things are things you never see in real life. And maybe that's a, you know, a half human, half turtle screaming their guts out about not having enough banana that day or whatever it is. But um, sometimes it's it just it'll always just escalate and we try to have some high intense situations. And I think that's just kind of how it is. That's just the nature of it. You guys like Marines, high, in high intense situations. Got to yeah. train. Um, are you guys like warming up like before then? Um, like what, what, what goes into that warm up? Cause I, I got to ask. Cause it's, it's yeah. So we, this is Josh. Okay. I will stop now. It's yeah. So we start our warmups at 1245. It's our hard deadline, AKA it's pretty serious. If you're not there on time, we like to call it. Um, and from there, we're just warming up. We're singing, we're screaming. We have a lot of different warmups. Um, people will just call them randomly. We throw pretend balls at each other. We sing songs about mattresses and fire and things like yeah, that I'm, I'm trying to get to the mattress one what are you guys saying I've, I've walked by you guys like every friday but i saw there's something about a mattress but i don't know what you guys are saying um it's involves profanity is it cool if we just go for it yeah I'll just go for it i'll censor it later it's fine all right <laughs> you want to go say you want to start it Def definitely are we getting a demonstration so I, I don't know if they'll sing in unison but there'll be some doot doos after but <laughs> it's okay. i got it Fire, fire on a mattress. I got a fire on a mattress. I'm on a fire on a mattress until my baby it, it, it takes, takes me home. And then, and then it just repeats and it gets like yep. higher intensity. <laughs> there we go, mm -hmm. higher intensity. Mm -hmm. uh, um, okay, so that's what I thought you guys were saying, but I was like... <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense for sure. The grammar there. Is there like a... Is there a story behind why do you, why you guys pick that, or is that just like an improv thing? Or um, a lot of times, these warm ups and these games might be constructed with high levels of thought, and they can also just happen on the whim. And sometimes the one the best ones are the ones that happen on a whim. And uh, I, I met the guy who created that warm up uh, he, uh, the other day. He's an alum, and I met him, 
And I was like, yo, man, how'd this happen? He was like, we were performing for like eight hours straight. And then eventually I just started screaming this and then everyone started screaming it after me. And then it would just did it every time. And sometimes that's how the tradition sticks. And I think that's pretty cool for sure. It's it's something that's I really love about a race bowling is like it's the legacy of it. It's not just like this one improv group I'm in. I'm in an organization that's been on campus for over 30 years and that's had hundreds of members come through and pass their traditions down and their wisdom and everything. So it's just really cool like that we get to do things like that that I guess like keep the older generations alive. Yeah. And it's also really just surprising how many traditions there are because coming in last year as a freshman it was like overwhelming with all the things to learn and even now this year as a sophomore like I'm still just learning so many new traditions and like songs and warm-ups and games and all these things so it's incredible to see how much people have created over time um so yeah you mentioned um you know joining freshman year right um let's say some random WMUC host like wanted to join like let's let's just say like hypothetically <laughs> okay okay yeah like what? What are you? What are you looking for? Are you guys looking for a charismatic guy that's uh, in a quarter zip or? A... <laughs> no, nah, but for real, what are you? What are you looking for in a, in an improv? I don't know. Tryout to you. That's not a word, but yeah. Uh, we're looking for somebody who, all in all, um, just is kind of shameless. Um, kind of will just accept anything. Keep the ball rolling. Will smile through failure and and. Um, you know, it, it is when I say I want you to act as a duck and, and you are going to be happy to act as a duck. No shame. Don't skip a beat. You jump right into it as if that was what you were born to do. Um, it's a lot. You know, I, I don't know how much tangible evidence you got from that, uh, <laughs> but it, it really is the truth in terms of what we're looking for. It's they're not much. Just be yourself. Bring your A game and and uh, have no fear. That's what we're looking for, for sure. What? uh what was the best skit like you can remember? Like what was, what was a really funny kind of situation that you guys were thrown into and, and uh, how did you, how'd you deal with it? Um, I think one that I remember pretty vividly is a scene I did with Sammy recently actually. And we were basically two kids in different tree houses and we were trying to recruit other kids into our tree houses. Um, the scene escalated very heavily and it involved one of the children dying towards the end of oh the my God. but then coming back to life because that's just sometimes how things go. Does someone just in, in improv, do you get mad or is it exciting when someone just like comes in and just throws like a random like wrench in there? Definitely exciting. Okay. Exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You um, love to be on your toes. It makes it so much more fun. If you, if you know where it's going the entire time, then it, it's just like the audience is bored. You're bored. And you know, it's just not a good time. One scene that I really enjoyed was a couple of semesters ago, um, me and my other member, we were guards on a castle. And then the rest of a race of Blink was out on the mall. And then we shot arrows at them. And then it was really cool to see like, it take the arrow time to like hit the person. Oh, and then like cool. the, the one that was the farthest away was like, took so long and then <laughs> eventually got, it was really awesome. us shouting at them. And it was funny because like, I didn't want to be an uh, archer anymore, but then I was like, talented, you know, and, like that's why I hit them every time. It was a really comedical situation. And then our co-stars just made it absolutely look absolutely so cool. And then it just happened on the fly. So it was like, you were like the, uh, like the basketball kid. And it's like, dad, I just want to dance. Like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> really good archer. All right. 
Oh, I man. think yeah. one of my favorites that I've done recently was I was a beggar on the street in a city where the currency was slaps. And I was just like absolutely begging this person walking by to hit me and he was not going to do it. And then it turned into like a whole scandal. Things just kept getting like elevated and elevated. It was just like a lot of fun to be in this absurd place uh, and have everyone come on. Like it was a scene that had a ton of people in it and everything. And I really enjoy that. Steven's just out there like, hit me. <laughs> <laughs> I was hitting myself. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that was the Joker. That was, I was doing the wrong voice. It was more like a hit me. Come on. I want you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on. I want When, so when an audience member comes in and I'm going to, I'm going to play you guys a clip first um, from Ted and I want to get your guys' reaction. When someone comes in and, and let me share my screen. Oh God. Oh, just uh, watch this and I want you guys' reaction. <laughs> Let Let's go down to the improv and yell sad suggestions. Yeah. So first we need a historical event. Who's got an event? 9-11. Uh, okay, okay, uh, maybe something else. Uh, all right, let's, let's start with a person. Robin Williams! Okay, all right, for real, guys, for real. I, I, who's got a person? Robin Williams on 9-11. All right, we've heard, we've heard from these guys. Uh, let's yeah, uh, let's maybe give somebody clip. else over here a chance. Um, how about a location? Exactly let's go with a location. Like... The offices of Charlie Hebdo. Okay, oh seriously, sir, uh, I just need a location. Ferguson, Missouri. German Wings cockpit. Okay, I heard Starbucks. No, you didn't. Nobody said Starbucks. <laughs> all right, Starbucks. Okay, now who's in the Starbucks? Bill Cosby. You people are monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your tools, buddy. Come on, man. <laughs> How do you guys deal with that as a as a troop? <laughs> Honestly, like if our suggestions were like that, we would love it. I oh. think we we have a problem of our suggestions being very very um, basic. Like I've heard okay. pineapple probably every Friday for my entire life as a UMD student. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, as the person who's been in the group the longest, I've seen my fair share of, whoa, sometimes it's really cringe, and then the person, like, just gets basically canceled on the spot, like, in real life. Like, you're like, okay, that person no longer has rights, and, and that's okay. Um, but, like, really recently, me and Steven, when we were embarking for the show, uh, for, for auditions for Race Link, uh, when we were, like, out on about and letting people know, I was doing, like... Uh, poetry on the fly mm-hmm. and then i was asked for the name of the poem and then someone here someone there and then this person like the name of the poem is slavery oh and then I, I immediately just go yes and like i just grab it all arms in and i say yeah it's slavery and oh, then no. <laughs> I, just, I just talk about it it's sometimes it or miss but sometimes you gotta take it and roll with it um and that's the that's the that's the beauty of failing on purpose and that sometimes it it, it's trash, uh, but sometimes you can make the most of it. And I think we've really tried the best to make the most of it. Uh, we're, uh, we're approaching our uh, 12 minutes, so we're going to take uh, our second music break here now. Uh, again, if you're playing along at home, uh, guess the theme of the song, and you will get uh, a DM from me saying good job. Uh, so uh, we'll be right back with uh, Raceable Inc. Oh. 
listening to WMUC Digital. By the way, I'm your host, Amir K, uh, here with Erasable Inc. Uh, so I wanted to ask you guys, um, first of first off, uh, what is your favorite favorite building on campus, you have to say? ESJ. Um, I'm, I'm definitely biased, but I'd have to say the architecture building. Mm. I like McKeldon Library a lot. Uh, so, okay, so... Oh, that's what the stage is, but uh, yeah, because it's like I don't know. I feel like it's, you know a lot about a person by uh, what their favorite their favorite building is on campus. Like <laughs> I don't know, like you just said ESJ and he said McKeldin. Like I feel like I know your personalities a little. <laughs> what about you? What's your favorite? Oh, oh, that's a good. Why didn't I think of that? No, I'm like asking people all these questions. Um, <laughs> on campus, I'd probably have to say McKeldin as well. Yeah, on, like the fourth floor, the Hogwarts floor. Yeah. It's that the memories there. But I went to definitely study not, at a read for the first time today, and that was crazy. Yeah, it's definitely not AJ Patterson. That move, that building's like looks like a scene of a horror movie. Pipes bursting out. Oh, really? I, I, I had a I had a building crush on that. I was always yeah. like, oh, I want to go into Patterson. Bro, it's got like brick walls where there's <laughs> bathrooms and toilets in the middle of the hallway. It's just like <laughs> yikes. yikes! Oh my god! Um, oh. I forgot what I was gonna say. Crap. Uh, oh yeah, Sammy. I wanted to ask you because I'm I'm gonna pick on you for a second because I see you with the rig outside of uh, like 
in front of McKeldin passing out flyers. You got like a, you got like an umbrella thing going on. Can you tell us I, about that? I do have that. That's very interesting. Um, that was part of my 2019 marketing push for Rishable Inc. That uh, was our not, new marketing plan. Uh, I constructed, I, I stole a redacted sign and um, I made it into an Erasable Inc. sign um, because they messaged us. They're like, we don't like you putting flyers on the poles and writing the chalking on the walls. We were kind of doing not what we were supposed to. As a consumer, <laughs> we didn't know all the rules because we wanted to market because people don't look at the 400 flyers that are all in the only one approved bulletin board stamp. <laughs> so we're like, well, how else can we market? So then I was like, okay, I'm done. Let me do something that I can be accountable for my own thing. And then I made this awesome sign that I made into a backpack. I wore it to class. I wore it in class. Um, and people <laughs> would always get sitting me. behind you. It's like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, they definitely took the L and they didn't learn anything. But they did learn that Erasable Link performs Fridays and stuff with Gildan. One to two. Um, it was a great marketing idea. I loved it. I stand by it. Um, it was really, really fun and goofy. And uh, I'm glad some people remember it. Uh, it's, it's awesome that you brought it up. <laughs> That's okay because it worked. Uh, one time I was studying, like before I had that class in Jimenez, and I was, I was out on McKeldin. Like I'm that guy when it's like 30 degrees out, I still try to sit outside on the second floor thing because I, 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 nice. out. I don't know why. Um, but it remind that actually reminds me. Um, you guys are always outside, even when it's like cold as hell. Yep. Um, what's the weirdest thing that you've <laughs> you've layered up with, like? Garbage bag? Yeah, we had to wear trash bags because it was raining really badly a couple times. In the rain? Oh, yeah, man. in the rain too. Damn. Yeah, it was like pouring and there's absolutely zero people. Those people are inside Urban <laughs> Keldon yeah. trying to watch us. Um, but that's some of the best brav and we're diving into the puddles that perform on, on McKeldon. It's is pretty that, great. Is that the lingo? Is, is Should I be calling it prov if I want to get on the team, on the varsity no, team? It's definitely <laughs> uh, like... As if like we were chicken farmers and they were like, oh yeah, those are my hens. Like, it's just like, <laughs> okay. you, just, you just talked a bit too much. You're just too involved so that you have to say prov to save a syllable because it's every other word in your vocabulary. Now, is there, uh, well, do, do you guys have other things that you layered up in? If we got the trash bag. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got one. I don't know if you got one, Stephen. Maybe I'll stall stalling Stephen for you to remember something. But I, I didn't, but our member, we had this fun thing where we did a fundraiser and we've been trying to figure out weird ways that we can raise money. And some have been weirder in the past, but this one is they have to wear this shirt from a Minnesota state fair. And it was a youth small, but whoever had to wear it, had to wear it. And, but it, it was a cow. It was like a giant cow. And then we cut the nipple holes out of it. So it was like, if someone wore an undershirt, it was just like, you'd see the undershirt underneath <laughs> it. And they wore it, they had to wear it every show. And it was really funny. Um, and Paige won it. And it was so funny when she wore it, even when it's freezing cold. And, and she just put it over a giant jacket. And it was just, it was just a blast to see. And uh, it, we did it like from the, one of the second shows of the semester. So she wore it like 20 times. It was so funny. And the joke never got old. Absolutely never got old. <laughs> yeah, no humanoid. You got to see it. I was just going to say, I think another one was last year. Like Sammy said, we can be a little strap for cash from time to time so <laughs> to try to raise some money we did a show where we all put on just ridiculous amounts of clothing and then after every like scene or game or whatever the audience could clap for a member and they had to take off a piece of clothing Whoa. and then give it to someone else 
Magic Mike XXXL brought to you by Invisible <laughs> Incorporated. Whatever um, gets the bag. Wanted to ask you guys, how did you come up, uh, or I'm sure you guys specifically didn't come up with, but uh, how did the name Erasable Ink kind of come up? Um, I'm not too sh- I, I have a bit <laughs> of the lore in, in my bank, but <laughs> it, 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 it created in 1986, which was a, a long time ago. Oh, no way. I did not yeah. know that. Uh, it was one of the first collegiate improv groups ever on United States soil. And it was started by, it was started by the first one, which was Purple Crayon which is Yale's improv team, which we did a joint show with uh, last year, which was really cool. Actually, last year on this day, I don't know if you guys saw, but it was, it was no, actually today. Uh, I think it was um, a semester, I guess. Anyway. It no, like, it was last. Oh, oh. It was spring. Because, yeah. yeah. Before the great. I didn't want to. You're going too deep, so I was like, no, it was last spring. <laughs> no, something else happened this day. It was a show with a, a different group on campus. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, really yeah, getting yeah. around, huh? <laughs> <laughs> got it, got it. No, uh, you're right. <laughs> yes, but but I don't know where it came from for sure. I don't know the lore behind it, but it's a super um, classic improv name. You can look up a whole bunch of improv team names, and they're just all zany, quirky, kooky, <laughs> puns. It's just it's just a classic one. But I you think ours is class. You know what this country needs? We need a uh, like a like a pitch perfect for improv. Do you know what I mean? Like I want like the troublemakers versus, oh God, I forgot what the other one was called, but it's the Barden Bellas Amir, the fucking Barden Bellas. Like <laughs> you guys arrive. Are there other improv groups on, on campus that you beef with or nah. <laughs> there's a um, general comedy group on campus, but they do all forms, but we only do improv. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. There's definitely not improv beef. Because everyone does improv differently, and you can't, like, you know, roast anybody with that. But I can, you know. Like, I want to see an improv rap battle. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it would be so entertaining. <laughs> we can definitely arrange that for you. No, I got you. Look, I'm already contributing. Look at this, guys. <laughs> totally do not have a crush on all of you. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm drinking this. Arizona. I love you know, Arizona. Actually, I Arizona. saw on this, I'm drinking the green tea with the ginseng and honey. Yeah, it's great hot. Oh, Yes, wait, how did you know I was gonna say that? Yes, I knew you were gonna say that, man, because I literally saw the can. Literally, what the hell is that all about? <laughs> I because I, I, I saw the sparks in your eyes and I knew I knew I had the same reaction. So I was like, it's great hot for sure. No, I have not yet. I'm dying to taste it though. Oh, are you? I don't know. Do you microwave it? You put it in the oven? <laughs> I, I think, yeah, oven is definitely the move, but like. <laughs> You're not supposed to put metal in the microwave, like so. You gotta like pour it out into like a glass, and then, and then microwave. Yeah, I mean, I would pour it in a baking sheet and then pour it out. It's <laughs> in a tray. <laughs> uh, do any of you know what ginseng is? I don't know what ginseng is. Is it ginseng? It's a root. It's a root. It's a root. It's a, like, you know that? Wait, is that actually real, Sammy? Yeah, it's a root. Okay. <laughs> I heard from uh, one of my fencing teachers oh my god i'm such a freaking nerd back in the day he made a big deal about how vegetables aren't real um he was saying like scientifically everything is either a fruit or a root so it either has seeds or it doesn't have seeds oh. i don't know 
What do you, what do you guys think? Hot take. Something about that doesn't sit right with me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was to answer the question, is a tomato a fruit or a vegetable? Or not a tomato. Yeah, I think I we'll say that with tomato, yeah. 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 I mean, like, like what is lettuce? Like, that's not a root or a fruit. Right, that's just like leaf. That's just leaves. <laughs> that's just leaves. Like a bag of leaves in nature. Yo, you're roasting right. my vegans on, on the air right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like, not what, what is cinnamon? Like, that's just tree bark. <laughs> People can go yeah. just call anything. anything. I actually yeah, didn't know that. Something like that. That sounds like I'm the master of plant knowledge. You know, as, as, <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. In terms of improv, I also have a wealth and aptitude of, of botany. Sammy, what are your five favorite plants? Um, gotta go asbestos, <laughs> then hibiscus, then hibiscus, then it's gonna go a tulip, and then a tree. That's that's the ranking. Just a tree. <laughs> what's a what's a biscuit? Can you explain for all well, our all our people listening? Our well, an abiscus is the plant down. that's found in most sugarcane uh, source. It's like fake sugarcane, so okay. it produces like fake sugar, and it's like healthier, but it's definitely not as sweet. So abiscus is like where you sometimes find artificial sugar itself. So it's kind of like um, it's kind of like you always eat it, but you never know. Kind of like high fructose corn syrup kind of deal. Mm. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. I had a I had a horticulture uh, major. One of my friends, Harry, he came on a couple weeks ago. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. We talked about horticulture. <laughs> so damn, we got extend. We got a yeah, kind of cinematic universe. A narrative. Universe. <laughs> uh, um, I I had another question for you guys too about. Erasable. Um, how did it left my left my thing? Okay. <laughs> um, oh, I was gonna. Yeah, you already addressed this, but I wanted to ask, like, if one of your if one of your members goes like off the rails, like, have have you ever had like one of the <laughs> like mm -hmm. one of your members they like say some crazy and you're like, yo, Jerry, chill out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've definitely had that before where people have said something and we're kind of just like yikes oh, maybe let's not go down that road <laughs> yeah like um it's, it's it's your comedy at that point it's not our comedy kind of thing and um, we we definitely try to represent as a group so we just like have discussions usually when that sort of thing happens and it's usually i mean i can't imagine i don't really remember a time where it wasn't super civil um but yeah that's just like the nature of when you're in comedy there's a there's a line to be towed for sure and there's content to be found like on that line and sometimes you just overstep and um I, I don't think people typically mean to be very like rude or like blatantly offensive when they tow it but sometimes that's just how it is yeah and we kind of established some framework of like it's kind of obvious not to do this um we don't find this funny so you're not going to have fun if you say something like that Right. Or if you do something like that, right? Whether if it's like, I, I don't know, try to do an Indian accent or, or try to do, you know, something live and it's just not represented well. And it's just like, it just doesn't click. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of cringe. And we don't want anybody, you know, that's not, that's not my brand. That's not a raceable links brand. That's Sammy being cringe.com. So sometimes it's, um, we have to, you know, take our family member by the neck and sit him down and be like, that was, why'd you do that? please don't do that again. And people, they'll understand. Sometimes they don't understand, but I hope they, they understand. And 99% and, uh, of the time, yeah. it goes completely well. And, and we navigate that line because it's intimate and it's trust. And it's sometimes it's hard to know when you're trying to be funny when you're not. And it's really a really hard line to navigate. I don't blame anybody. And I don't think sometimes people 
I don't think anybody blames anybody else, but we just kind of figure out which ways to go and, that, and then uh, we'll shine from there. I was trying, I was, uh, damn, that was, that was a good answer. I was deep. I was just more thinking, what if someone used props? <laughs> what if someone <laughs> used actual props? Like, yeah, do you, no. do you get mad at him or? Yeah, no one would ever use a prop. Ever. <laughs> I was, well, I took off my uh, actual glasses and one of the members got, I got my, uh, uh, I got my stuff handed to me. <laughs> Just forgot for a quick second that I shouldn't have used my real glasses in a scene. There was one scene last semester, one of the seniors um, had a whole bike with her and did some bike prob one time. But at that point, you just got to go with it. You just it was gotta... also not her bike. It was a stranger's bike. Yeah. <laughs> it's still someone's bike. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Oh, my God. You just got to keep pedaling forward, I guess. Am I right, guys? <laughs> Definitely. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, we're going to take our is it second or third. Oh, God, this day's been so long. We're taking another music break. Um, when we come back, more from Erasable Inc. And uh, maybe, we'll, uh, maybe we'll reveal the theme of the music. Who knows? I don't know. It's not my show. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey UMD students, worried about possible sexually transmitted infections? Did you know that you can get tested for an STI completely free? The University Health Center is offering free STI testing events on the ground floor of the University Health Center. Go to www.helpumd.edu to search for upcoming dates. So go get tested and be a healthy Turk. All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, I'm your host, Amir K. still coming at you with By The Way. Um, so our, th our three songs that we played, we played uh, Jeremy from Pearl Jam off their album 10, uh, Every Breaking Wave from U2. Oh, actually, I'll get into that in a sec. And then uh, Pink Floyd, The Wall, Another Brick in the Wall, Part 2. So we had all of our songs because finals coming up. I'm sure all of you STEM lords are uh, <laughs> grinding those those numbers, so just thought we'd do that in there. Actually, I brought up U2 uh, because we played Every Breaking Wave, and uh, it's on that album. Do you guys remember when Apple just put U2 on all of our all of our iPods back in the day? Dude, people were so pissed, and I was just kind of like, I was like young at the time, I guess. I was a high schooler, and I was just like, why are yeah. people so pissed at free music? Like, just you can delete it if you're so mad, bro. Like, people were actually really pissed. <laughs> people were so mad. Like, Twitter was a hellscape then. But, like, <laughs> uh, I like, I liked it. I was listening. I was like, okay. I was like, but like all my friends that were like listening to like rap music and stuff. Like they had all this. They would put their phone like on show. I think the problem was that you couldn't delete it. That was the thing. Oh, okay. Is they just like put it on everyone's thing, so everyone's song shuffle was just all like effed up. <laughs> I feel like if that happened today, like there'd be some legal ish to go through. I feel like that just wasn't allowed. Uh, yeah, I feel like I don't know if that hurt the album or. I feel like people that were pissed that U2 was on there, they weren't going to listen to U2 anyway. Uh, I was actually, I've, I've been in a music theory class. Everyone take a shot at home. I always mention this class all the time. <laughs> um, music, like music history. And um, how like Coldplay kind of changed how songs were written. They made all their instruments acoustic, basically. Like they replaced the electric guitar with an acoustic guitar. Mm -hmm. And then like you have... Imagine Dragons comes out of that, right? Like you think of like a straight line to that. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's where you get. Um, anyway, sorry, you two got me, got me effed up. <laughs> um, so wanted to ask, where are you guys like roughly on campus? Like where where you guys reside? Are you guys on campus, off campus, or? Yeah, I'm on campus. I live in the glorious building known as Prince Frederick Hall. Yes, P. Freddie, let's go. <laughs> Um, and me and Sammy right now are actually housemates and roommates in a house uh, a little off campus. I want to say like by the view area, by Lytle, that side of campus. Oh, so you're on like the north side. Yeah, yeah, Across yeah. the bridge to Terabithia. <laughs> right, right, right. I was actually, was I was thinking about uh, how north campus and south campus, it really is like a completely different school. I get that vibe. I don't know. Do you guys get that oh, vibe? Yeah, I loved UMD so much more when I lived on south campus. I felt oh, like. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> south campus is lit. Yeah, yeah, but we don't got that McDonald's right there, though. I mean, uh, damn, I would be so fat if I <laughs> if I lived on north <laughs> I'm in old town as well. If anyone's, if anyone's uh, maybe every episode of the show, I'll like put a number of my address secretly somewhere, and then <laughs> <laughs> I've been yeah. so figured out. We have. I'm suddenly like, listening. 
we have on South, we have like the five guys and the, you know, we have Chipotle. Oh, that's man. huge. Mm-hmm. Baba. There's huge. Potbelly. The spot. On, obviously. 7-Eleven. Oh, guys, you're making me hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so hard because like I'm right on Route 1, like over there. And you go, <laughs> you want to get Marathon, but then you're like, no, Amir, you've gotten Marathon three times like in the past month. Right. And then you're like, oh, well, I could get Chipotle, and that's, like, healthy or whatever. Like, <laughs> there's a of lettuce. You're like, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> so there's always, there's, like, a pecking order. Like, you can't escape. You don't get that. You get pop belly. But, yeah. Um, that subway leaving was, was devastating. Did you guys ever go to that 24-7 subway? Not that yeah. one. I went to the one on campus a lot, though. Uh, I'm a huge subway fan. I love subway. Yeah, me too, man. <laughs> That 24 hours one too. It was like it was like the South Campus McDonald, except it was like Subway. So you still felt like you're being healthy. That was the I have a uh, very vivid memory freshman year of me begging to use their bathroom after a night out. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Were they being like they're just like you have to buy money. something? And I was like, I don't have money, man. And they're like, You gotta <laughs> buy something, you wanna use our bathroom. Oh my god. I'll, I have to go to Centerville, it's too far, man. <laughs> Ah, that Such is. Rip. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, the North Campus, South Campus, North. You get that like Looney's Looney's vibe. Yeah. Town, Town Hall, South. You got Sea Stone stuff. Sea Stone's going through some stuff. Did you guys hear about that? No, uh, I didn't. They're uh, they just set up a GoFundMe. I think they've already raised like almost twenty thousand dollars, but they're uh, they're in some trouble because of this. Why, why? Why are they in trouble? Because the lockdowns and stuff. But they were on thin margins, I guess, before. That's just cap. They they <laughs> so much money. Sammy yeah. says fake news. He says no, unacceptable. That's, that's, that's fake news. <laughs> I hundred percent guarantee you. Cornerstone is free money. That's from a business major. That is <laughs> yeah. free money. Position of authority. I don't yeah, know, but Profit margins on alcohol is crazy. There's no way. Yeah, that's that's we're getting scammed. No cap. They said that on the GoFundMe, it says they uh, went from a they went from a staff of 75. Hold on, let me let me just screen share this. That's fine. Yeah, a restaurant would never employ 75 people unless that they're absolutely rolling in the money. Yeah, I'm done. Cornerstone GoFundMe. Um, wow. Oh my God, they're at 43,000 now. Jesus. Earlier what today, they're. The- this tells you what the student body, <laughs> this is what we value. People. <laughs> yeah, 40. Let me share this with you guys. That's absolutely crazy. We could I've never set foot off. in Seastone. Um, wow. wow. Yeah, 43,000. They got the, they're halfway to 75. That's got to be like, that's got to be like a whole dining hall worth of money or something. Like, we could have gotten new buildings over too. Dude, the power of. <laughs> Look at this. This is like, it's updating right now. I shouldn't have done this. It's a freaking radio show, but it keeps saying 566 people have just donated. Like in the past, you can see people's like anonymous tips. Like seven seven oh. minutes ago, someone gave fifty dollars. Wow, crazy. Well, half of that is the frats, but we, oh, definitely for sure. philanthropy. Philanthropy, am I right? Philanthropy. <laughs> True. True. Which uh, is so funny that this is like after Giving Day. Right, like, <laughs> right, and then all of a sudden, Sea Stone, boom, dropping people are dropping fifty dollars. <laughs> I got the four hundred one k. 
Oh man. I mean, I gave some I gave some people some person some cash, you know, asking for some money on the street when I went to New York one time. They're like, yeah, this is gonna be the sickest bottle of booze I've ever had. And I'm like, oh, I'm done. Oh, he said that to you? <laughs> yeah, man, it was crazy. I mean, this guy was definitely feeling it now, Mr. Krabs. And <laughs> I was just like, okay. But um, it just kind of that's kind of how it is. I was like, yeah, that's that's the classic. I, I this semester when this weather was nice, I was playing guitar on the uh, on the corner where Potbelly is, um, and I had like a cardboard sign that said uh, "Money for <laughs> Money for Beer." Um, <laughs> and like people come up like people give a dollar and stuff and then a couple people came up and they're like do you have a do you have a venmo I'm like absolutely i have a venmo it's it's on the cardboard but I'll, I'll tell it to you again anyway um and i was being such a noob about it like i would when someone would ask me a question i was like stop playing like immediately and <laughs> <start punching laughs> them. Yeah. um and then they give me like ten dollars each and i'm like Okay, let's go. Like, yeah. Let's go. Tonight, yeah. And then one of them requested me five dollars back, saying <laughs> it's my birthday. Like literally after they just left. I'm like, what do you do in that situation? They're just trying to play the game, I guess. Yeah, do the dance with them. Uh, <laughs> would you guys? What would you guys do? I don't know. Would you give it back? Yeah, I would give it back, and then, you know. <laughs> request it again later in the later <laughs> day. and i started talking to him in the venmo dms that was the first time exactly new social media in the venmo send them a couple of bucks here there with a little message oh man um so uh, i want to ask you also guys i don't know why this came in my head but coffee are you guys coffee drinkers i don't know i get this energy I no know. absolutely yeah. i don't drink coffee oh ah, damn i was gonna ask you what your favorite coffee spot is <laughs> that's all right <laughs> I mean, I'm a Duncan if I go anywhere. You're a Duncan guy? Yeah. I like Duncan too. Yeah. yeah. I want to try Bagel Place's coffee. I feel like they like would be one of those people that have like, really good coffee. Like just randomly? Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> like, no, yeah, they yeah, probably yeah. put bagels in it or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I thought about saying that before I said it. Not, I, and then you, you know, said, I still it. said it. I said it. We're going to talk about it after. No. Yeah, yeah, let's debrief, debrief. Major Josh. <laughs> God, that's why I know my sleep schedule is messed up. That like they're you know how bagel place right now, I think they close at like one or something. They close like in the afternoon. Like I wake up and they're already closed. <laughs> oh yeah. That's what you know. That's what you know. For sure. Uh, so wanted to ask back on improv. Who is like a famous improv group that people well, should know about to get on the radar? I think people don't know, but like everybody, every famous comedian did improv. Right. Like that's just, and they did it live and they did it like an art form and that was their thing. Just like every famous comedian did stand up. It's like, mm -hmm. it was the thing to do in the nineties. If you're on the up and up, whether you're Steve Carell, Tina Fey, um, Ken Jeong, Will, Will Ferrell, everybody and their mom did it. Amy Poehler, um, just, any any person you could think of that's in an Adam Sandler movie did improv, and I think that that says a lot about like what the form prepares you for. Um, but in terms of now, like like it, it kind of evolved, maybe something different, right? It was the mainstream version was like Who's Line, which people watched and consumed a lot. But now, like Wild and Out is definitely something that kind of lives in that vein and, and kind of uh, uh, lives there unprecedented. 
But in terms of like a group, I don't know if there's big groups that are watching. I don't Middle Mitch, Middle I forget Middle, Mitch, Middle Mitch and Sports. Yeah. On on Netflix is like a two person improv thing with the guy from AT and T commercials and uh, Parks and Rec, which is really great, and, and uh, that people should definitely give a watch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, while, while we still got a little bit of time left, I this is what I kept forgetting to ask you guys. I wanted to ask what. Um, what your show is like, what, what comes first, what comes next? Um, how, how do you guys structure it? We do an opener, which is just a free form, meaning that we don't take a suggestion from the audience. We as a group just go on and we do our thing. And then after that, we open the show. And then whatever happens in the show happens in the show, whether it's someone feels the need to call a game and we play a quick improv game or we do some long form or some more free form that just kind of happens. We don't really plan things. We have a the planning it, is improv as well. <laughs> right, we have a generic list of games that we've been maybe working on or games you hadn't played in a long time. And we just wanted to catch up on, um, but you don't need to call those. Obviously it's just like a very rough outline. Um, there's like no numbers or anything. It's literally just like, I, I wish I could show you, but it's like a, a chalkboard with improv games written on it and we just send that picture into the group me like the day before and then we just do what we got to do and like a lot of the time recently we've been trying the theme for the week we try to tie it into how we like call the games or name them or other things so like our last for our last show last friday the theme was like chicken time or something and so all the games had like chicken theme puns very that's very improv of you guys there's no there's no plan there i see i see what you mean like go with the flow um Mm -hmm. what 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 would you say your guys favorite game is then like what's your favorite thing to do like when someone calls it you're like yes let's go christmas (laughs) um i don't know if steven and josh got theirs on deck but mine is definitely battle george which is we take two georges from history and have a rap battle against each (laughs) other whether that's curious george or the jungle i remember my first show as a freshman I was uh, George W. Bush versus George <laughs> Lopez. And it was the greatest thing that has ever happened to me as a human being. Um, and that's just where my, sometimes we change it. Maybe it's battle captains, battle monsters for the Halloween show. We did battle candy a couple weeks ago, um, which was turned out to be really awesome. But I just love it. I think it's so fun and goofy. And, and it, just, it just hits, it tickles Sammy's funny bone for sure. Yeah. Uh, for me, my favorite game is a game called Karate Garage, and we don't play it a lot. But basically how it works is um, there's a team of two members, and they do a scene. And then another team of two members just covers their ears and watches. And what? So then the first team will just do a regular scene, the two of them. And then after that, the next team will try to replicate all the physicality that happens. So let's say someone does a jump, you have to imitate that jump at some point. Oh, but you couldn't hear anything so you don't actually know what happened in the scene you just have to kind of like go along with it and see what happens and the reason why it's my favorite game is because i'm the most sort of like acrobatic and like flexible member of the group so i really like to mess with everyone by like doing cartwheels really high kicks and things like that and then just trying to like watch them suffer doing it <laughs> <laughs> that's good and I think mine is a game, another game we don't play very often called Pavlov, where you have three people and two of them like run away and you look at the first person and you're like, okay, Steven, whenever you're in a scene and Josh does this, like blink or whatever, you have to do this, like 
like stomp on the ground or something. And you do that for each member. So you're supposed to set it up in kind of like a chain. So like Josh will do something that'll set me off to do something that'll set Sammy off to do something. And it goes around and around. And then at the end of the scene, everyone has to try to guess what the other thing is. So like you're doing the scene and everything, but you also have to be paying attention to what's going on. And I think one of my favorite times I've ever played that was, I forget what everyone else's were, but mine was that every other time one of my scene partners doubled in size, like physically just doubled in size, I had to like sneeze or drop what I was holding or something. And you just get like really ridiculous stuff like that. <laughs> uh, oh God, that's great. Um... Guys, it's the end of the show, man. I'm I'm sad. It's a time flies when you're having fun. Um, you guys got anything uh anything you want to plug? Um uh, where can people find you on social media? Uh we are at Erasable Inc. on Twitter and Instagram, and we have a Facebook page as well. Um, I think our Instagram is definitely the best way to meet with us. We have our email also set up there. And we're getting a website set up sometime soon. So hopefully people will be able to find us there. Josh, comps, are you uh, developing that one? (laughs) That's for the resume mainly, but (laughs) ink can also help, you know, benefit a little too. Is that, and no underscores, nothing? Because I get, I get uh, crap for having an underscore in my handle for my show. Uh, I'm going to double check. I'm pretty sure we don't, but. Okay. Yeah, we are just at, we are erasable underscore ink. Actually, on All right, there you go, guys. Um, Stephen Duransky, Josh Choi, Sammy Garcia. Thanks for coming on, guys. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having us. They've been Erasable Inc. You can find them 1 p.m. Fridays on uh, McKeldon Mall. They'll be back next semester. And uh, yeah, good luck on finals, everybody. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. Steal the declaration. Oh, this gentleman, the people. Oh, no, 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 no. The WSU College Park. Get lifted, kids.